Hi, I'm Rick Anthony, and welcome to the Someone You Should Know podcast, the podcast that focuses on musicians, authors, and interesting people. We like to say we're making a difference one artist at a time. So sit back, have a cold one, and get ready to meet someone you should know. Today's podcast guest is an independent artist who's uh, had music in her bones since she was a very young girl. She glows in the similar sphere as artists such as Jody Mitchell, The Carpenters, and Casey Musgraves. Will you please welcome the musician known for her sunshine story pop sound from Cincinnati, Olivia Francis. Hello there. Hi, Rick. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so happy to have you on board today. In your bio, you said you started playing piano at the age of six and composed your very first song on guitar at the age of 12. You took some time off from high school, between high school and college, to develop your musical style. How would you describe, uh, we mentioned Sunshine Story Pop, how would you describe your stylings? Absolutely. So um, a lot of my songs are very upbeat and have a story that is kind of woven throughout. And I'm really inspired by nature and the beauty of the world around us. So I also kind of like to call my music nature folk pop because it has that catchiness of pop and the storytelling and like guitar rootedness of folk and um, the inspiration from nature. Wonderful. My wife's going to love this because she is really uh, nature centered. So she's uh, definitely going to love this. Uh, sadly, she she is out tonight. <laughs> she's out of no problem. So, so I'll have to inter- I'll have to actually when we do the uh, the production portion of this, I'll have to get her involved in this too. You've got quite a few accolades. National Songwriters Association International has named you as one to watch songwriter over a dozen times. You are you a disciplined songwriter? I mean, the kind that you take time <laughs> to sit and compose or. Are you a fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants kind of girl where you uh, just write when the inspiration comes? Uh, Definitely, I fall into the category of disciplined songwriter. I have writing sessions every week, and I'm always writing with a variety of folks literally from all over the world. Um, It's so wonderful living in Nashville because you just meet so many people from all walks of life, and it's such a collaborative, um, supportive community, and it's always just like, hey, do you want to write? Do you want to write? And so I also write solo as well, but um, I do really enjoy just the collaborative spirit of of writing with others here in Nashville. And you've written with quite a few, Billy Lee, uh, Kevin So, Matt Stell. Let's talk about that that genre of working with those individuals. Absolutely. So Billy Lee, shout out to him. He wrote The One um, by Gary Allen. I love Gary one, Allen. Love a Gary one Allen. country song, me too. <laughs> love <And> so, him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I feel so thankful to know Billy. I met him back in 2014 when I took a gap year in Nashville after college, bef- or sorry, after high school, before college. And uh, it's funny that we bring him up because on Friday, Billy and I played together in a songwriting round at the Commodore Grill. He had me up there which was so gracious of him and tomorrow literally tomorrow we are co-writing together so i'm excited to awesome. see what we come up with <laughs> Wonderful. and yeah matt stell you know is a big big guy now in the country world and so excited to have watched his journey unfold it's just been just so magical and kevin so yeah i i just love all those folks Wonderful. And being right there in in right music row you know you've got everything going on there have you played tootsies yet no, I haven't played Tootsie's. <laughs> I know a lot of the time that's I mean, that's a Broadway place, and um, I yeah. think it's a lot of cover songs, but I know it's such a legendary spot. I have not played Tootsie's yet. All right, very good. Well, it, it's it's going to be coming down the road because I, I think great things for you. I, I, for what I've heard, as a matter of fact, uh, the next song we're going to feature is uh, is Breathing Room. Uh, it's uh, It's a great song. Backstory on it? 
Thank you. Sure. I wrote Breathing Room in October of 2020 with my friend Margie Hauser. And Margie and I actually went to the same high school in different years, though, which is really funny. And we're both from Cincinnati. She also lives in LA. And um, yeah, we really just bonded. And I was feeling overwhelmed at that time. I have a tendency when I feel very stressed, which I was during the global pandemic, um, to overbook myself and kind of like dive into just music and work and just schedule, schedule, schedule. And so um, we had this writing session and I kind of had this idea in my phone I call it my hook book where I keep all my song ideas called breathing room and we just kind of started playing around with that concept and came up with this song and I'm so thrilled that it's now out in the world for all to hear wonderful brand new music from Olivia Francis it's called breathing room you're gonna hear it right now on the somewhat you should know podcast I keep joking but I'm coping lift the weight above my chest See me skating, but I'm breaking from this crazy kind of stress Is this just how it's gonna be for me? I could use some breathing room to get me through To get me through My head spins like a yo-yo Cause my mind won't let it go Is this just how it's gonna be? Music from today's podcast guest, Olivia Francis. Olivia, who inspires you? What kind of artists inspire you? Any particular artists that you really and truly say, yeah, I really and truly dig their music, and I think I kind of write their way. 
Sure. Well, as far as, you know, the greats, I love Joni Mitchell, um, Carol King, the Beatles, and as far as more modern musicians, I'm really inspired by the national, like the indie rock band, um, Bonnie Vare, Maggie Rogers, Florence and the Machine. So kind of that like indie folk rock alternative sound is really inspiring to me. Awesome. Very good. You seem, you're, by the way, you, you do a very nice job on microphone too, as far as your interviews and such. I don't know how many you've done, <laughs> but you seem very comfortable. So I wanted to give you a little, <laughs> little lacuto right there. Uh, you've organized quite a few tours too. You've done the Midwest, the South, the East Coast, but one of the biggest feathers in your cap has to be performing. Get this, the Cheyenne Frontier Days, and that you haven't done it just once, but you've done it two years in a row. <laughs> That's right. Oh gosh, so thankful for that opportunity. I have to give a shout out to Ty Warner. He is my operations officer, and um, he lives in Cheyenne and is very involved in the music community over there, and has brought me out twice to perform and. He he helps me organize a band out there and just the people over there have been so kind and friendly and welcoming. And I actually got to go back out to Cheyenne more, most recently for New Year's Eve, just in January. Um, and I got to be on stage for the ball drop and it was my first New Year's <laughs> Eve show. And so it was oh, a really nice. memorable time. <laughs> wow. Talk about uh, wonderful accolades to date. And check this one out, gang. You're going to love this. Not only has she done all that, but she's had two songs up for Grammy consideration. A song called Wind Chimes was up for Best Americana Performance. And Somebody's Reason for Best American Roots Song. You've got to have a sense of pride to get Grammy considerations. You know, that's that's got to be something like, oh, my God, I did it, you know. <laughs> yes, I, gosh, that, when I learned about that, it was just, I was just beaming from, all over my body, head to toe. Um, Mike Astrakhan and I, we wrote those songs together. And um, just to be recognized in that way was so, so incredible. I think as a songwriter, it's it's so interesting how, you know, you'll watch different people's like journeys unfold and everything happens at different times for people. And I've seen people, you know, come to Nashville and leave or, you know, quit music or all kinds of things. And so it was extremely validating and affirming to have two songs up for Grammy consideration last fall. Wonderful. Now, do you write on guitar? Do you write on piano? What do you, What is your uh, your instrument? Yeah, so I primarily write on guitar. I also play some piano and ukulele as well. Um, and yeah, during writing sessions, usually the way that they work for me is I'll bring three ideas to the table, um, whether they be like a hook idea, like a title idea, or maybe just some lyrics or a melody idea on guitar. And then normally I'll ask my co-writer, hey, like, do you have three ideas you'd like to share? And, you know, we'll pull up a Google Doc and kind of figure out, okay, do we want to write a happy song today or a sad song? Like, <laughs> what are we feeling? And normally we'll both kind of gravitate toward one idea and then just kind of see how it goes and go from there. Wow. And working in Nashville, this is just, you, you pinch yourself from time to time realizing where you are and, and what you're doing in, in the music mecca right there. It's just absolutely incredible. This next thing is something we always love to consider. We love to include, especially when we have musicians on board. It's called Tales from the Road, and this is those road stories where things just didn't go as planned. You go there, and you next thing you know, you wind up having you realize you're the wrong venue, or your or your vehicle mm -hmm. breaks down, or you forgot uh, your instrument, or one thing or another. Since you've been at this for a little while now, it, do you have a specific time or something that came up that makes you kind of wonder, how in the heck did I survive that? If I can survive that, I can survive anything. Have you got anything? <laughs> 
Um, I think that there are little moments that come to my mind. For example, there was one time I got to a show and I realized I did not bring my capo for my guitar. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the songs that I write, like I need the capo to play. Mm-hmm. And so I had to like run home as fast as I could and get a capo. And it was really stressful. Um, but that, that was something. And then I feel like another thing that was just kind of comical was I played a show one time. And afterwards, there was this man who was like, really, I guess, loved the show. And he basically like asked me if I would be his girlfriend, but like he was being really serious about it. And it was just like, what? And so <laughs> that was that was definitely a crazy, crazy experience for sure. Well, now let's back up just a little bit. Let's back up to, you know, the time of uh, of COVID. A lot of musicians have told me that was a very, very difficult time for them. Uh, a, a fellow Nashvillian friend of mine, Jim Blaney, during the COVID he was actually going out once a week and performing at D's Lounge with a songwriter showcase. Did you do anything like that? Uh, you, you said you did some writing, and you say you, you wrote the the Breathing Room song during that time frame. How did you handle the COVID time frame? That was for sure a really hard time. Um, I got laid off from my job, and I went down to Florida. This is like in the very beginning where my mom lives, and um, I was literally booking like two Zoom rights a day, like each three hours long. Like <laughs> just trying wow. to like forget <laughs> about everything. I was applying to jobs virtually too, and um, yeah, it was so hard to feel so disconnected. I did um, in the spring of 2021, I did a live stream series called Midweek Magic, where every Wednesday for an hour, um, I would perform and have one of my songwriting artist friends on with me. And we'd kind of go back and forth and sing songs. And that was that was really fun and like a good way to build community online. But right. definitely when I perform, there's nothing like a real audience, you know, to really gauge like the the clapping and like what people say and the wooing and the comments. I mean, one of my favorite parts of performing live is the fact that after a show, you know, I'm at my merch t- merch booth and folks will come up to me and tell me like which song resonated with them and perhaps stories with that. And to me, that is so powerful because that shows, you know, the power of music and the connection that we all we're all so connected and more similar than we think. All right, Breathing Room just came out. Do we have a EP or LP in the mix? Crossing my fingers for an EP in the fall. Definitely working towards that. But in the meantime, just going to keep on the single bus and just keep on releasing singles every other month or so. Real good. Now, I want you to get back with me when the EP is completed and we'll do an update, okay? That would be wonderful. Thank you, Rick. We love to do our little updates on, uh, on our friends that we take good care of. On the Someone You Should Know podcast. Now, uh, now if you are, and I know you are going to all be friends of this lovely lady uh, after this podcast, and her fans are referred to as Francis's friends. They know the website, but listeners listening in for the first time, what is your website? And uh, links to all your material so we can get more information about you. Absolutely. So my website is oliviafrancismusic.com. Francis is F-R-A-N-C-E-S. And all of my socials are Hey Olivia Francis. So that's <laughs> TikTok, <it>. Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, all the places. So <laughs> wonderful. Yes, you can find me there. Hey Olivia Francis. I love it. Great idea, girl. Awesome. Very good. <laughs> Thank you. We're gonna wrap up the show with uh Daffodil Dreams. Now I want to know the backstory on this song. It's beautiful. Sure. Thank you. I wrote this song 
with my dear friend Lori McComb and um, it was a time when I was like really falling in love with this guy and she knew how much I am inspired by nature and love writing like flower songs like my latest album is called Orchid and there's songs on there like The Bee and the Rose and Cocoon and Moon to My Sun and anyway so she kind of brought this title idea into the room and I really loved it so much and started kind of playing some chords on guitar and the song went from there and recently it got an honorable mention um, in the Americana country category in the Indie International Songwriting Contest. So I'm really thankful for that. Listen to you. Nice going. (laughs) Awesome. Very good. Well, uh, everyone's going to listen to this song and love it just like we have too. Daffodil Dreams is the name of it. We're going to close the show with that song. And Olivia, I thank you so much for being on Someone You Should Know. Thank you, Rick. Thank you for supporting artists all around and just so grateful to connect with you and to have this time together. A field of flowers, prism skies with lace like clouds. Feel the grass between my toes And nobody's around but you You're in my daffodil dreams Got my world glowing You're magic to me Cause I'm so high up off the ground With yellow
Hi, this is Rick Anthony thanking you again for listening to this episode of Someone You Should Know. Now, if you're an aspiring musician or an established musician that's looking for a little exposure, I invite you to drop us a line at someone you should know podcast at gmail.com. That's someone you should know podcast at gmail.com. Also, I invite you to tell a friend about the Someone You Should Know podcast. I thank you for tuning in this time and I invite you to check us out next time on the Someone You Should Know podcast because you never know who's going to show up. Until next time, remember, God loves you and so do I.